Hey there, I'm Summer Ames, and you're listening to the Invest Your Skills podcast, a podcast for skilled professionals to learn how to transition from corporate life into building a profitable online business with the help of something you already have. If you've ever thought about owning your time and being in control of your lifestyle, all while enjoying the work you do each day, keep listening because you're getting all the details to invest your skills. Hey, 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 welcome back for another episode. Small business owners, we face a lot of challenges. We have negative feedback, campaign launches that don't go well, guilt if someone has a poor experience with our product or service, detractors who show up on social media posts, building and creating things that add value. Our perspectives and methods will be challenged. Personal issues are going to disrupt our workflow, especially in beginning or struggling businesses. We may even doubt ourselves and our abilities. Just like you would condition your body for a marathon, you need to condition your mind so it can handle what's coming next. In this episode, we're going to dive into arming you with a positivity mindset so that you can weather those tough times and have a killer new outlook on your personal life too, which is an added bonus to a positivity mindset. Back on February 3rd, 1987, the New York Times published an article. Its headline read, Research Affirms Power of Positive Thinking. Over 30 years ago, science was confirming the power of positive thinking. And for centuries before that, various cultures, like many in the East, have focused on mindset practices for as long as they can remember. With so many years of active use in daily life and the scientific research, it's almost wild to think that people still consider this type of thing, arming yourself with a positive mindset in the realm of like woo-woo. Now, personally, I believe in all the woo-woo. By letting go of worrying what others would think of me by simply trying something new or different, I've been able to see a lot of things more clearly. I feel I'm living a better life for myself and for those around me. I feel I'm more present. I take ownership of my actions and I love and care more deeply and can pinpoint all the various reasons why. You are going to have enough on your plate as a small business owner without the added negativities that you simply can't control. What I ask people all of the time is, what do you have to lose by trying something new? According to the BCCPA, negative thinking diminishes the ability to do three main things. Think, reason, and form memories. Now, let me break those down a little differently so that you have an easier time understanding how these actually impact you directly and specifically. So let's start off with diminishing your ability to think. Now, this can come in so many different forms. Frequently writer's block, cloudy thinking, feeling like you're in a daze, lack of creativity, or you do the overthinking where your mind is moving so fast and it's moving from topic to topic. And the conversations that you're having in your head during that time don't necessarily have anything to do in relation to what you are trying to think about. Next is diminishes your ability to reason. This is when you'll have a difficult time making decisions and making logical conclusions from the evidence that is placed in front of you. And rather, if any decisions that you might be making may be more emotional-based rather than on the facts and what needs to be done in the future. So your reasoning gets diminished and that can really negative impact obviously your business, but also your personal life. And last but not least, diminishes your memory. 
memories. This one for me, having had a family member that had Alzheimer's, is really hard for me to hear. Mayo Clinic published an article with the research that was completed by the King's College, um, King's College London, and they found evidence that repetitive negative thinking actually increased your risk of Alzheimer's. The benefits of adopting a positivity mindset are huge and span across physical, mental, and business categories. We're going to start off with physical. So some of the benefits that you can find are increased lifespan, greater resilience to the common cold, better cardiovascular health, and easier recovery processes if you need something like surgery in the future. From a mental perspective, what clinics like Mayo Clinic have found is that the benefits of positive thinking or positive practices lowered rates of depression, lowered levels of mental distress, people were more optimistic, and had an easier time with different personal growth concepts. In the business category, the benefits are clear decision-making, more creativity, easier time seeing the end goal, increased levels of productivity, and being better at negotiating, which in business, being able to negotiate can sometimes be huge for your business uh, in so many different ways. With all of these benefits, I want to ask you the same question that I asked earlier. What do you have to lose by trying something new? For the remainder of this episode, I'm here to arm you with five things that you can start doing today that will help you start building and strengthening your positivity mindset. First, I want you to forgive yourself. There are things that we all regret doing and that we all regret saying or acting. When memories pop into our head, forgive yourself for whatever it was that upset you. Acknowledge how you change it if it were to happen again and move forward. One of the biggest issues that people have is not only forgiveness for for others for things that they have done, but forgiving ourselves for not being perfect. So many of us get stuck in this, we need to be perfect, or what is this perfect place that we're supposed to be in? And when we get locked in that space, we have a hard time forgiving ourselves because we have such high expectations. And you can continue having high expectations while being realistic about where you are in your journey in business and just in, just in humanity. The second tactic I have for you is be present. Put down your phone or your camera and actually look at the world around you when you're out and about. Smell the flowers. Really look at the busy streets and see the people that are crossing on those crosswalks. Don't worry about what things you have to do later when you're spending quality, special time with people that you value, your family, your friends. This is an area where I've struggled for a really long time because when I was a travel blogger, I spent a lot of time looking at my phone. I spent a lot of time looking at the world through my camera instead of enjoying the world that was around me. And it's a bummer because I did get to go, I mean, it's a privilege to have gone to so many places that I have been privileged to go to, but it's a bummer that I wasn't present. I was thinking about the blog post I had to write or the podcast I had to record or something that didn't involve being there in that moment. So I'm going to have to go back to some of these places and kind of relive and re-experience it without having a camera in front of my face. The third thing you can do is surround yourself with positive people. 
So some of the ways that you can do this, network in new communities. Maybe go on, once it's safe out there, go on Meetup and see if there's anyone in your community that might be doing mindfulness practices, that might be practicing positivity, or go somewhere that where you just have a hobby that you enjoy and see if there's positive people there that you can connect with that already have very similar interests that you have. Other things that you can do sitting straight from your couch that that helps you surround yourself with positive people or follow different people on social media. What accounts are you following? And when you consume their content, are you left feeling happy, excited, and motivated? Or are they dropping you into this place of fear? Really pay attention to who you're following on social media. And in that same vein, go ahead and hide or remove people that are always negative on your social media. For whatever reason, you may want to stay connected, but just hide them then. Because this way, they are out of your feed, they are out of your space, but they're not completely out of your life. That does, however, lead me to the last kind of sub-point to this, which is evaluate your friendships. Are the people that you're spending the most time with helping you meet your goals and dreams. I'm watching a show right now on Netflix called Suits. And what's interesting about that is one of the main characters is a younger guy. And he has a friend that's doing some, I don't want to ruin the plot, but he's doing some things that could really compromise uh, the main character. And the main character's boss is like, no, he's going to, he's going to drag you down. You have to make some decisions. Do you want to be dragged down to potentially go down a path that you have said that you don't want to go to? Or do you want to keep elevating yourself? You have to make the decision because the decision you make from that point on with that friendship means you are consciously choosing to be in that space. The fourth way that you can implement positivity practices into your routine is through affirmations. Affirmations are statements that start off with sentences such as, I am, I will, I deserve, I have. These types of phrases wire your brain to tell it what your realities are, not let it lead itself to the different doubts and the fears that are also contained within your brain. I feel very strongly about affirmations, and it's why I post a different daily affirmation on my Instagram in my stories. My handle's at Summer Ames. Every day, I try and post something because it makes it easier for other people to build affirmations into their routine. I'll go ahead and put the link to my Instagram in the show notes, but I do want to read a few of the different affirmations that I give out and that I also say to myself in the mirror every day because I understand how important and how critical it is. So some of the affirmations that I've posted are, I am allowed to dream bigger than I've ever dreamed. I deserve to be abundantly happy. The only competition I'll focus on is with myself. I will love myself first. I am worthy just as I am. I attract customers that I'll make an impact on. I will show up today fierce and confident. So in just a minute, every single day, saying something like that in the mirror three times can really start jogging your brain and getting you used to thinking more positively about yourself. And last but definitely not least is gratitude. Every morning or every evening, whenever you can be consistent, I want you to write down three things that you're grateful for that day. Don't overcomplicate it. It's one of the things that people do when they start gratitude practices, but the easier you make it for yourself, the more likely that you'll continue the practice. So a couple of examples are, I am grateful 
for the health of my family. I am grateful my favorite ice cream was on sale today. Writing down your gratitude every day can also become an excellent resource to look back on when you are going through tough times or you're feeling a little depressed or you're feeling a little anxious. Just flip through your notebook and see all the things that you have to be grateful for. So real quick, so you can hear them again and write them down a little easier, those five things that you can start implementing today are, one, forgive yourself, two, be present, three, surround yourself with positive people, four, say affirmations, five, practice daily gratitude. I want the maximum levels of success for you as you begin adopting or strengthening your positivity mindset, which is why I want you to only pick out one or two of these ideas and start implementing them first and start implementing them this week. Get comfortable with them first and then add additional tactics to your routine. Now, building new routines can be difficult. I feel you. And that's why I want you to snag the guide to productivity-boosting routines that I have linked in the show notes that I just created recently for you. You'll walk through exercises that give you a better understanding of routine and habit formations, as well as defining your new routine normal. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Invest Your Skills podcast. I want you to have an abundant and powerful week. I'll see you right here next week.